Thanks for tuning in. It's April 18th, 2019. I'm your host, the efficiency trader, Wade Wido. Our topic today is trading with confidence. But before we get started, I just wanted to go back to last week. We talked about our stock of the week that we wanted to look at, and this is LOPE, L-O-P-E. So if you guys are following on YouTube or at EfficiencyTrader.com, we will have the live screen share version of this up so you can track along with us and look at what we're looking at on the screen. If you're on your favorite podcast platform, please give us five stars and give us some comments and reviews. Alrighty, let's jump right into this. So we were reviewing LOPE last week. Basically, we put out the question to our listeners here of where do you think LOPE is going to end the day of Monday. So our Monday, going back here, is going to be a couple days ago. So Monday of earlier this week, what did LOPE close at? So if we're just looking at the uh, one-day chart, we're on Grand Canyon Education, L-O-P-E. So that's going to be back here on the 15th. So we'll zoom in a little bit for you guys here so we can see exactly where this sucker closed at. Remember, if you were uh, somebody that commented on any of our video or podcast platforms and you're within a dollar of the closing price, that means we're going to give you a dollar. We're going to Facebook, pay, Venmo, PayPal, whatever your preference was. We're going to send that to your inbox there. So let's see what we've got here for Lope. So we're going back to the 15th. Basically, we opened somewhere in the $17 range and finished out. Guys, I'll, I'll even give you guys, if you had any of the range, I'll give you a dollar. So if you guys were anywhere from 16 85 it looks like all the way up to 1861 if you guys commented your prediction um, that Lope would be within that range on Monday the 15th I'm gonna go ahead and send you guys a dollar so if you guys missed out on this uh, we're gonna do several different trade options as far as if you guys are getting in we just want some interaction here giving away some free money keep this fun and interactive just with some educated guesses so we're going to kind of do this often, review some trades. I want to educate you guys. The whole point of this is to give you guys more confidence when trading. So maybe you're a, a trader that's really good at trading, but you want to get better. Or maybe you, you know, you've heard of investing, the stock market. These are all terms that you've heard of but don't know anything about it. This is your place to get educated and be able to trade with confidence in the long run. So jump into our topic today, confidence. I want to talk about just being a trading mentality, the different mentalities that traders have, what their mindset is, what are they feeling, why are they feeling that way, what are they thinking, and how do they get to that point. So the two main topics here are emotional traders and emotionless traders. So if you guys were with episode one, you might have heard a little bit um, with some of these words thrown around. So what is an emotional trader? Well, an emotional trader, it's somebody that's going to be trading they're going to be making their decisions based off the two deep down human motivators, and that's going to be fear and greed. Anytime we're in the trading world, just think of it when you're buying a car. You know, you don't want to miss out on that car, so you're going to buy it today when you're at the dealership. You know, those high pressure salespeople, because your your fear of missing out the FOMO. Um, so that's going to be based on fear. What about a time where maybe you're selling something on Craigslist? And, you know, oh, man, I could sell it for $50, but I really want to see if I can sell it for $75. Um, and you're, you're kind of holding out to sell it for, for, for a little bit more money. 
So that's that's going to be the greed mindset. So if we're talking about this in the investment world, you know, just even looking at low here again, you know, this was happening during this whole time. The market moves because people are either fearful or greedy. So if we're looking at um, Lope again, back when they had this, this is their earnings call back on February 20th of 2019. Their stock price jumped from $97 all the way up to somewhere um, to the 119. So it jumped a very, very high amount. You know, that's almost $20 in a day um, just because their earnings call came out. Yeah, they were in uh, the green. They, they made, you know, more more money than they thought they were going to, so their investors were super happy. And that's, anytime we see this, um, if we're doing a candle chart, this is called a gap up. So it's been gapped up pretty hard here. Um, so if you were, a, you know, a trader that had some insight that, all right, what's going to happen in here? I might get greedy. If I'm trying to sell for as much money as possible, I might have waited until this thing got to $25 or $30. Well, guess what? It didn't. It maxed out right there at $120, 190 uh, $119 and some change. Um, that's the thing. Uh, there's people that miss out because they wanted this thing to go up to 125 and they weren't able to sell. Um, it hasn't been much higher than 120 in the last couple of weeks, in the last couple of months. Um, going back to the last time it broke 120 we're going to have to scroll back here, One. 23 so this was back on December 3rd it you know jumped up to about 124 um, and change that was the last time so if you were looking to get back to that point just on this earnings call and making a lot of money being greed minded you know people buy and sell based on greed people buy and sell based on fear well what about the people that got in here and they were scared that this thing was going to drop all the way back down to the low of you know, somewhere in here of $90. So say they got in at about 118 119 and they were scared that it was going to drop to one, or excuse me, to like $90. You know, they're going to be selling, they're going to be buying based on those emotions. So being able to recognize who's buying, that's a big thing. Who, who is buying right here? You know, are these the greedy people or are these the fearful people? And then who's selling here? Is this the greedy people or the fearful people? So each time we look at a chart, guys, I want to explain something new. Try to ignore, I've got a lot of stuff on here, you know, all these different moving averages and different indicators. I want this to be as simple as possible for you. So don't try to read into charts. Um, even if you're an expert trader, you know, you might go back to the basics and learn something new. Um, but basically just talking about how candlesticks move, we're going to do another podcast on this and get really deep into it. But when candles are red, that means there's more people selling than buying. And when candles are green, that means there's more people buying than selling. So that's how price moves. If we're looking at a line graph chart, you know, we're going to get rid of all these cute little bars, and it's just going to be like a little little line graph. Um, so sometimes, you know, that's keeping it simple is the best thing possible, especially if you're first starting out in trading. Um, make it as simple as possible. And understanding who's buying and who's selling and why. So being able to recognize that, um, we can't always recognize that in other people, but we can recognize that in ourselves. So if I'm getting into a trade, you know, what are my emotions right now? This is kind of that self-reflection going back to my sports psychology background, getting into the mind of an athlete and when they're doing good, how are they feeling? When they're doing bad, how are they feeling? What's their mindset like? So same thing for you. If you can track how you're feeling before you enter a trade, while you're in a trade, and when you get out of a trade, 
you know, these are things we're going to talk about here more in depth, but what kind of trader are you? Are you trading with emotion? Are you buying because you're scared? Are you selling because you're scared? Or are you greedy? So successful traders, they're emotionless traders. They're the ones doing the uh, interactions with people that are emotional. They are the ones that, think of it this way, people that go through a divorce and have to sell their house. They might not be getting the biggest profit that they can just because they're looking to sell that thing as quick as possible um, and get through the divorce as cleanly as possible. So there's a lot of home flippers out there that um, I wouldn't say prey on or hunt for these divorcees, but you know, there's people that are making emotional decisions when it comes to money and emotion. Sometimes people uh, win, sometimes people lose. But when we're emotionless and we're trading, that's where we're going to be the most profitable as a trader. So how do you become an emotionless trader? Well, it starts with confidence. What What is confidence? So my definition of confidence, and this is where I always want to go to, you know, it's not always going to be the uh, Webster Dictionary version. That's why I want to tell you guys exactly what my definition is. That way we're just on the same page and you know what I'm talking about. But to me, confidence is a feeling or emotion of knowing exactly what to do, when to do it, and why you're doing it. So that answers three main questions is what, when, and why. Um, and it's a feeling. It's a feeling or emotion. So everybody knows what a feeling is. You know, you get excited, cool. That's some emotions. You get nervous, happy, all that stuff, sad, greedy, fearful. What are your emotions when you're trading? Well, you should be emotionless. And if we had to go on one side or the other, if we're not just neutral, be on the side of confidence. Um, not confidence where it's arrogant. Confidence where I know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So how do you get to this point? You get to the point of confidence by first and foremost defining your goals. If you don't have goals, if you don't have a target to hit, you're not going to be able to define anything. You're not going to be able to measure anything. What I work with a lot of the traders that I coach is working on SMART goals. If you're not familiar with a SMART goal sheet, I'll have a link in the description of this video, of this podcast, where you can write your own SMART goals. You know, that's specific, measurable, I use action plan, realistic, and time-oriented. So if our goals aren't specific, how are we going to know if we ever achieved it? If our goal is to make money, what does that mean? If our goal is to make $10 each trade, we know exactly what that is. Did we hit our mark? Yes, no. Um, so being able to define what our goals are and then coming up with a plan to get there. So if we're using the SMART goal sheet, this is why the A in SMART goal for me is action plan. You need to have something that you can follow. You know, simple steps of researching the market, picking down uh, your top five stocks, and then going off of whatever trading um, entry and exit strategy that you have and following that to a T. So sticking to a plan is very important when we're trading, especially first starting out. If you're just going out there guessing all the time, how are you ever going to track that? How do you know if it was luck, skill, a little bit of both? Being able to have a plan and track that it has the metrics, it has the performance metrics to know exactly where you're at and why you're there. So being able to track our emotions while we're doing all of this is very important. So we'll talk a little bit about that um, during this whole process. If our goal is to make $10 every single trading day, so you know $50 a week if we're doing stocks, you know how are we doing that? Is it an average of $10? Is it you know $50 in one day? And so those are the things we need to look at. But then being able to review and modify our game plan. So sometimes, you know, we just have a broken system. But I always follow the principles from Ray Dalio's book, Principles. And that's basically creating a trading system. 
that way we can make it a scientific process that we can go back and edit and know exactly what it looks like and where we went wrong, what we can do to improve. Because say we're trading very, very well, but we want to trade better. Well, what's better? 1% better? 10% better? This is the way that you do it, by reviewing your trades, reviewing your game plan, reviewing your system. So one thing I wanted to share with you guys really quick, this is specifically for foreign currency traders, Forex, uh, whatever you guys call it, but basically this is another way to make money. But basically I'm here on myfxbook.com. So what this does, it allows you, if you're trading foreign currency, to track all of your trades and it gives you all the metrics that you need. So this is from one of my accounts, so I'm sharing personal data here, again, Everything I do on this podcast, anything I do on this channel, it's for educational purposes. I'm not going to give you guys specific advice. I want to educate you and give you different strategies, but ultimately this is a risky business and it's up free to you to decide what and how you want to handle this. So this is one of the accounts that I was working with, but this is what I love about myfxbook.com is because it tracks everything for you. So you can go through here and see all the different trades I've done. I've done 271 trades in this account. You know, out of 271, I won 255 times. So that's a 94% win rate. So only losing 6% of the time, you know, that's one of the things that you have to take into consideration is, you know, how much do I want to win? How often do I want to win? If your goal is to win 100% of your trades, guys, I've been doing this for a couple years now, and even I can't get to 100% win rate nor would I ever want to. Again, this is a game, you know. The whole point of this podcast is the trader games, right? There's a winner and a loser. If you win every single time, that means somebody else is losing every single time. The probability of that is not very high. So being able to be realistic with yourself, you know, the 80-20 rule might be a good one to follow. Um, but once you learn kind of where your basics basis lies, if you're winning, you know, 50% of your trades, then we can talk about our win-loss ratio and winning more money than we're losing rather than trying to win every single trade. Because if we win $50 in a trade and we lose $10 in the next trade, you know, that thing's going to average out that, you know, we're still making money. Everybody wants to have a positive bank account by the end of the day. So if that's not your goal and that's not your goal to learn how to get there, you know, this podcast isn't for you. But if you want to learn how to increase your profit, increase your win percentage, increase your risk-reward profile, this is the podcast that's going to help educate you to get there. So I just wanted to point that out, being able to track our trades. There's some good trading software for stocks, um, but honestly, I haven't found a perfect um, one that tracks all of my trades to the degree that I want. So what I'm going to do, this is going to be another freebie. So if you go to EfficiencyTrader.com, go over to the podcast tab and jump down to podcast number two. It's going to be confidence, this episode that you're listening to. I'm going to have a free gift in there for you guys. It's going to be just a Google Sheet so you can pull it up from your phone anywhere you're trading and basically put in your trade and track it. And it's going to track all the metrics that I like tracking. So not only do you know how much you're winning, how much you're losing, and how often you're winning and losing, but it's going to have a lot of different information in there for you to become a analytical trader, to review your game plan. Because when it talks about um, being a successful trader, we want to make sure that you guys are following, again, a scientific method. That way we can change the recipe if we need to and become more successful by eliminating or changing our game plan and knowing exactly what to change. So that's going to be on EfficiencyTrader.com under podcast. I want to get you guys that free tool to track your trades. So again, I want to give you guys 
a lot of value from this podcast. You know, for me, this is I'm becoming a better trader just by reviewing my own strategies and what I'm doing. So another way to gain confidence is to get accountability. You know, we've got the Trader Games Facebook group. There's going to be a link for this as well in the podcast description. But, you know, we've got accountability and motivation on there. We've got people just like yourself, whether you're brand new or an expert trader or somewhere in between, there's people like you in this group. And that accountability to see, hey, they're making money, they're losing money, they're going through the same emotions, they're going through the same process, trial and error, to get educated and build that confidence themselves and become a more efficient trader. That's the goal at the end of the day is get you guys educated, feel confident, to feel efficient where this becomes an easy thing for you because we simplify the process and make it very, very effective when we're trading. So getting accountability, I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions if you know the Facebook group's not enough for you, if you don't have a friend or a family member that you know you trust to keep you accountable in your trades. Just somebody that asks you, hey, are you doing the plan that you set out to do? What's your plan look like? If you're scared to show somebody your trading plan that they might steal it, you know, then, then come to a private session. You know, I've got no skin in the game when it comes to taking other people's trading plans. I'm out here. I've got my own formulas um, that work for me, and I'm very happy with those. So if you're looking for that accountability, there's resources out there. So don't be afraid to seek that out. So we also talked about the difference between luck and the scientific method. There's a lot of trades, especially early on, I got very lucky as a trader, and I didn't realize that's what it was, because it's not repeatable if it's luck. How are we ever going to track this and do this again if it's all based on luck? Luck can be a very good thing, but it can also be one of those things where you, know, you can lose a lot of money if you're just basing your trading method off of a feeling. So being able to recognize that, have a scientific method or a formula or a recipe or a system, whatever you want to call it, to follow. So being able to track all that, it's going to give you confidence. So we talked about the trading diary, putting in how you felt when you were entering this trade, how you felt when you were exiting it, and just taking notes and looking back and reviewing this is going to help make you a more confident trader, and I guarantee it's going to help you improve your overall profit. So one thing that I want to do, guys, is highlight and preview our stock that we're going to look back on. So just like we looked at Lope this week and last week, we're going to look at Tesla. So if you guys are familiar with Tesla, Elon Musk's company, the ticker symbol is TSLA. So I just want to show one method that I use every once in a while to kind of just look at where Tesla's going, where stocks are going in general. So I really should clear my chart here, but for time's sake, I'm just going to jump in and let's see if we can do this without deleting everything. So I don't want to change my save chart, so we're just going to go in here, so bear with me with all the extra um, lines on here. I've got support and resistance, I've got supply and demand, and I've got moving averages up here on our top one. So if we're looking here on this screen, if you guys are following along, basically all I'm going to do is really look at kind of the highs and lows on the four-hour chart and then also on the one-day chart. So the reason I'm doing this, guys, different time frames. If you guys are on tradingview.com, um, I will have a link for this as well in the description, but this is the chart software that I use because it's very clean. I can add a lot of different indicators. As you guys can tell, it looks like there's you know 50 different things going on here. But starting out, having a clear chart is definitely going to be something to help 
but looking at different time frames. So if we're clicking on our time frame, four hours, again, that means each of these candle bars is four hours. Um, that's how much they're measuring. So just looking in the last couple days here of how many times that Tesla jumped up, jumped down, and what kind of the range they stayed in. So here at the top, you know, we're about 349. It's a little bit higher than that. That 350 is kind of this top bar here on the far left. We jump back down here, you know, the range between that is, you know, 280. So jumping from 350 to 280, it's kind of ranging in between there for a little bit. And then it drops down. So this is where you can see the trend, you know, maybe a little reversal right here. And it's starting to go back down. It's downtrending from here to there. So draw you guys a quick little line for a visual. That's where our downtrend is. So being able to understand those trends, everybody says the trend is your friend, getting in with the trend, but how do we know when that's going to happen? One of the things I like to do is kind of just count where we're at, count our highs, count our lows. How many lows and highs do we have? So being able to figure that out, there's different patterns out there. Um, so we can talk about different stock chart patterns and how we can start spotting reversals. If it's jumping up every three or four ups and downs and then it reverses, you know, there's the Elliott wave, all of those different ways to count reversals. We're not going to go into the depths of that yet. I just want you guys getting familiar with seeing where a high is, where a low is, where the next high is, where the next low is, and kind of where it's ranging in between there. So if we're trading options, this is where a lot of people use support and resistance because some of these lines I put in here were from months ago, and it's still following some of these support and resistance patterns. So we can talk a little bit more about that, but I just want to show you guys what this looks like. You know, highs, lows, counting them each time on the four-hour chart, and then also on the one-day chart, because again, things can range pretty greatly. So one of the highs up here was about 379, we'll call it 380, and some of the lows in between 291, and uh, just jumping around from here. So get educated on these charts, guys. Get comfortable with what highs and lows look like. Count when the highs are, count when the lows are, and how many there are, and kind of the range in between. But once you start getting familiar with these charts, you can start spotting patterns. Um, looking at different indicators along with that can be a very, very powerful tool. So I just wanted to take a look at Tesla. Um, kind of the same thing, guys. Um, we're going to do this on next Tuesday. Where do you think Tesla is going to close on next Tuesday? So if you can tell me where Tesla is going to close by the end of the day on next Tuesday, if you're within a dollar of the closing price, I'm going to Venmo you, PayPal, Facebook Cash, you know, we can even do Bitcoin, whatever you're most comfortable with. Um, put in the comments. Put your prediction. If you're within a dollar, I'm going to reach out to you, and I just want your preferred method so I can get you guys a dollar. Again, it's incentivizing to listen. This is one of the only podcasts you can listen to, and I just hand out free money. So um, give your best guess. If you have no idea what you're going off of, you know, just say it somewhere in here. If, uh, you know, you've got a formula and a system already to predict price, um, cool, let's, let's see that as well. So feel free to make a video and show me why you picked what you picked. But I want to give away some money for you guys. I know it's just a dollar. Let's keep this fun and exciting, um, especially as this podcast grows. I'm not going to be able to dish out thousands of dollars at a time. So reviewing Tesla next time, that's going to be what we're starting with. Feel free to comment in the comment section or direct message me on our Facebook page or get on efficiencytrader.com.
and just let me know what some topics you'd like to hear covered on this podcast. This podcast is for you. If you have an area that you would like to improve on, I'm here to help you. So tune in each week. We're going to help you build your confidence with efficiency.